Welcome to the Let's Talk Life in Lockdown podcast from the University of Edinburgh and Edinburgh Students Association, keeping us together and sharing experiences in this extraordinary period of social distancing. I'm Harriet Harris, the University Chaplain, and today I'm talking to Eva Matua, a vet school master student from Kenya, who is finding things to feel grateful for during the lockdown. Eva talks about how a compassion workshop and some compassion challenges have enabled her to face fears and therefore no longer to feel afraid of being alone, but rather to love getting to know herself and to become a better friend to others. Eva, thanks so much for joining me this morning. Uh, could you introduce yourself? Um, Eva Mutua from Kenya and I'm in Edinburgh pursuing my Masters in Science um, in Applied Animal Behaviour and Animal Welfare at the University of Edinburgh. Thanks so much, Eva. So you're from Kenya. Is that where most of your family are at the moment? Yeah, actually, all of my family are in Kenya, my mum and dad Uh and my three brothers. Ah, okay. And how are they doing? They're well, we thank God. Um, Mm. Yeah. And are they having uh, similar lockdown restrictions to those that we have here? Yeah, now, so what is happening in Kenya is that um, um, they have curfews. So by seven, you have to be back in the house. And as you leave the house, you have to have your mask. So it's a little bit ah. of a scare, but they're, they're, they're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. So that is socially quite different. So we're not told to wear masks and we can go out after seven. Yes. But the reasons that we go out are quite restricted, aren't they? And, yes. And, and a lot of places are closed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how uh, how are you keeping in touch with your family, Eva? Well, we talk more or less like every day and we have yeah. WhatsApp video calls. So that, that makes me feel their closeness that is how I have managed to feel them around me because I've never been away from home really this is the longest I have been away from home gosh yeah gosh well that's and that's a big so so you're not used to being away from home and now you're away in a very different part of the world yes Aha. yeah that's a big step isn't it it is I mean that's that's quite a bit I mean in terms of it's a big change it is a big one yeah yeah. Yeah. And now we're moving into the light evenings and I wonder how you find that. It it was strange at first, but mm. it's beautiful and it, <laughs> it it changes the clock a little bit because like at times um I'm I'm really starting to get used to it because at times I'll think that it's 4 o'clock when it's already 7 p.m. Yeah. It's just weird in Kenya we don't have that at all. And like today I was up pretty much. So by 5 a.m. it was already lit outside. So it's it's strange. It, it was just strange like the winter times, but I'm getting used to it, I think. And I'm finding so it So the winter beautiful. was a lot darker than you were used to and the, the spring and summer a lot lighter. Yes, it's way lighter okay. right now. But I'm <laughs> yeah. finding it beautiful. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm yeah. Glad. And one of the reasons I was uh, really glad that you agreed to uh, to do a podcast, Eva, is that um, you've you've been finding uh, a lot of of beauty and uh, things to feel glad about during the lockdown, mm-hmm. which which is you know such a challenging time for us. And I would love for you to say something about that. So, 
before before we moved into the lockdown Mm -hmm. you were not loving being alone really you it was something that you were a bit afraid of to be on your own Mm -hmm. but during the lockdown you found ways to make that possible and quite beautiful really so could you tell Mm -hmm. us a bit more about that well um to begin with it has been a journey and Mm. it's not been an easy one but it's been one that has been worth the while with every step of the way and Uh it began with a compassion workshop that we had at the vet school a while ago just before um, schools were closed and before we finished my coursework so um, for the compassion workshop one of the things that stood out was that um, it was mentioned that when you have fears and when you have different things in your life you need to face them Mm. so I I looked deep into myself and I noticed the fears that I had and the different things that I was going through in life generally. We all have things that we are going through. We all have journeys. And it hit me that I had never acknowledged things in my life. And when I acknowledged these things, that was when my journey began, the journey to my me loving myself, because it all began with me acknowledging that I have fears, I have pain, and just embracing that fact. Because when I acknowledged that at first, I never knew how to walk past it or walk through it. But the acknowledgement was like the first step that I took. Then, ah. yeah, sorry. No, no, do carry on. It's it. So, so beforehand, you were wanting to avoid or turn away from things that felt frightening or painful. Yeah, before that, I had learned to just um, turn away from things and think that well, I'm okay, or that I have a problem in feeling fear or in feeling pain, and that I'm not supposed to feel that. But mm. after the talks that we have been having, after the very first talk that we had, I embraced it and I loved it and I owned it. I mean, and that was the very first step that I took to a realization that there's a being within me. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That's that's so helpful to hear. And mm-hmm. I, so if we just put this in a bit of context, so that with the, with the compassion workshop, it mm-hmm. was one that um, I took out to the vet school. That was where we met, and then since yes. then we've 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 met weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yes. So you're saying it's the it's the turning towards the things that are difficult. Yes. Um, and therefore, instead of running away from them, which actually means of running away from yourself, doesn't mm-hmm. it really? Yeah. Uh, or running away from large parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, you've you've decided to look at them and to em- to embrace them. Mm-hmm. And what what difference has that made to you? Oh God, it made a very big difference. It made a really big difference because to add on that, you know, um, like back home, I was used to being surrounded by my family, like my parents and my siblings, there was always someone that I knew around me. But when I came to Edinburgh, um, I was more or less like now on my own. 
and I I met a I have a really good friend. She's a sister to me. We met, and just as we were getting to get close and spend time together, she had to go back home because she was done with her studies. So now I was left mm. again alone. So mm. for for some reason, I was scared to being alone. But now after the talks and after the acknowledgement, I now gained strength and started seeing the flaws in my life that and the things that I needed to work on. I started noticing things. And I remember from our talks, I would ask you, give me a challenge today. Give me a challenge tomorrow. And these challenges made me connect with myself in a way that is really special to me. Like I remember the one of the the second challenge that you gave me was you told me to do something new with myself every week, and one mm. of the best times I have spent with anyone was with myself. So that time it was before the lockdown started, and I went to the ocean terminal. It's this spot that I really, really like. And I remember when we first went there with my friends, I told them I would really like to come here for a date with the love of my life one time. And when I was saying that, I meant with someone else. But then when I started spending time together, I said, time with myself, I said, why not go there with myself? And that is the best time I have had. I mean, like right now, when I want to do meditation, I go back to that time because I felt a peace that I have never felt in my life. And I sat there for three hours straight just with me. And it's true. I spent three hours with the love of my life. That is me. And mm. it was just magical. And I couldn't wait to call you and tell you how beautiful it was. It's still one of my magical moments. It's it's so amazing to hear you talk about that. So let's let's say what a bit more about that challenge because it might be that other um, listeners would would like to do it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's such a simple thing, mm-hmm. which is to spend a, to spend some time with yourself for yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. uh, not involving anyone else, but just yes. something that you would love to do mm-hmm. and give yourself an hour or whatever mm-hmm. in a week doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a challenge that. Um, it sounds a lovely thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's very easy not to do it because how mm-hmm. many of us shy away from doing something just for ourselves and with yeah. ourselves with no justification other than to have a nice time with ourselves? Because mm-hmm. we so often want to spend all of our time doing something useful mm-hmm. or doing some, you know, so that we feel productive mm-hmm. or doing something with with others so that we feel um uh, I don't know that we feel the connection with others or that we to make sure we're not missing out or to again to make sure we're being useful mm-hmm. so we do find it hard to mm-hmm. set aside time just for ourselves mm-hmm. just and just to have a nice time to mm-hmm. have nothing else other than to have a nice time mm-hmm. and uh, I I am so uh, bowled over that that you're doing that mm-hmm turned out to be so massively transformational Mm -hmm. just astonishing isn't it yeah you went back to a place that you had thought would be lovely and I'd love to go here on a date with the love of my life Mm -hmm. and then you decided that that person would be you for that week and you would take yourself there Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and so Eva it sounds as though that uh that really in 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 perfect timing because it was about one or two weeks before the lockdown Mm -hmm. wasn't it yeah so in perfect timing before the lockdown happened, it mm-hmm. made you 
not afraid to be with yourself, mm-hmm. but actually to love being with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So how has lockdown been when you're in it from this new place of of enjoying mm-hmm. being with yourself, enjoying that solitude? Lockdown has been amazing. I mean, I keep on saying that if I had not come to that compassion workshop and if I had not met you, I don't know how it would be because I was the kind of people, because I remember the first time you told me that um, I need to spend time by myself. I asked you, what do people do alone? Um, How do people spend time by themselves? And you told me, just do it. And I remember that that changed my life a lot. And if, 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 if that would not have happened, I don't know how the lockdown would be for me because I'm enjoying my company. I love myself. I'm not lonely. I mean, I am okay and I'm loving myself. I have conversations with myself. I, I have reality checks with myself. Um, when I'm scared, I'm able to confront that fear without fear. Because yeah. the, the problem with sad and negative emotions is that even as you spend time with yourself, you will have really hard times. Like there are times mm-hmm. that I have really hard times during this lockdown. But the one thing that has kept me going and has kept me okay is that now I can have conversations with myself without lying to myself. Without Because in the past when I never knew how to spend time with myself, I used to lie to myself a lot in a bid to keeping negative emotions shut and all that. But now I'm able to talk to myself without lying to myself. And when I do that, things get easier. And when I have challenges, they pass by very quickly and I'm able to get back on my feet again. And I mean, it's it's beautiful. Again, you're just showing how transformational this, this process is. So I suppose yeah. one of the things that lockdown is giving us, whether we want it or not, yes. is time with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, solitude is... Uh, a positive word for time with ourselves isn't it solitude is something that does replenish us and it is an opportunity for us to have conversations with ourselves or with Mm -hmm. the different parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. that some of which we might want to we might have got used to quietening or or not known how to bring into integration with the other parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. solitude does give us a chance to integrate all those different parts of ourselves the bits that hurt Mm -hmm. bits that the bits that uh, uh, feel more comfortable and positive mm-hmm. and to bring them all together is actually to become integrated which is what it means to become whole yeah so it's a very healing mm-hmm. very healing thing loneliness is the negative feeling of being alone isn't mm-hmm. it? and loneliness yeah. is painful and it depletes us and it actually physically hurts <laughs> yeah no it's painful <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. loneliness is loneliness is painful so how can we turn the loneliness into a beautiful solitude? Well, um, about that, what has worked for me is um, there's one thing that um, some time ago when I began loving myself, I say to myself, um, the rest of the world is not here with me and it's not constant. But the one person that will always be constant until I take my last breath is Eva. 
Eva will always mm. be here. Eva is not mm. going anywhere. But everyone else, like, I'll have a phone call with you and we'll hang up even if it's after five hours. But I'll remain with the same Eva. So I have learned to turn loneliness and realize that I'm a being by myself. Like, um, I have this three morning pages that I write every morning. And when I'm writing, the greeting that I give myself is morning lovely, morning pretty, because there's someone, there's someone besides me. When, when you get to realize that there's someone besides you, the you that you are seeing, it fills you so much with a really beautiful beauty. And you feel surrounded because you feel that you have someone next to you. And that someone is just you. And that has made me not feel lonely like to be honest, I am not lonely. I feel that I have someone next to me. At night when I'm sleeping, I can tell someone, good night, pretty, because there's Eva next to Eva. So you you have befriended yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. You're, 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 you're your companion to yourself, which is what, which is what solitude is, isn't it? We're a yes. companion to ourselves. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it makes us so much more ready Yes. To be a companion for others as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we, we're no longer looking to other people to exactly. fill up our needs. Yes. You know, we, we're not using other people. We're, yeah. we're just greeting we're greeting other people with yes. as much kind of love and freedom mm-hmm. as as we're learning to show to ourselves yeah. as well. Yeah. So let's um before we finish, let's let's talk about the different uh, sorts of challenges, just in case they're mm-hmm. helpful for others that yeah. that um, that we've discussed. Mm-hmm. By the way, we never do talk for five hours on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we only ever talk for an hour, but it doesn't feel like five. <laughs> I talk with my best friend from Kenya for around three hours. My other mm-hmm. best friend from China for around five hours. Amazing. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> So you, you've got these law, these lengthy um, international conversations happening. Exactly. That. And we're not talking about anything specific. We're just talking about everything here and there. Yeah. yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. And do, do you notice the quality of those friendships have changed since you've um, befriended yourself? Has there been a change in your friendships with others? There have been a great change, a really big one. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. And when we talk about friendships, it all downs down to values. And like right now, I'm learning to understand people better and appreciate them and their flaws and all. Because like from loving myself and connecting to myself, I have come to notice that I have values of my own. And well, in the past, I would impose some of these values to other people. But right now I have learned that people have their own values. People have different values. And this has even given me an easy time in forgiving some of the people who go out of their way and offend me. Because I have come to notice that it's not about me, it's about their values and what they choose to do from their standpoint of life and their standpoint of values. So I'm learning to love people better, to appreciate people better. Well, it's a journey, it's growth, and it's just beautiful. And Mm. yeah, 
So if we um, if we give a sense of the kinds of uh, the kinds of helpful mm-hmm. life giving challenges that people people could t- could do in lockdown if they want to, mm-hmm. uh, thinking about the things that you've been doing. Mm-hmm. So you've had that kind of sense of a weekly. Uh, date with yourself if you like yeah you know the, yeah. the first one you were able to do outside of lockdown mm-hmm. when you went to to, over, to to look over the waters at, at ocean terminals yeah um but but then we've had to start start thinking of things within lockdown which mm-hmm. might be having a luxurious bath or just deciding you're going to have a cup of tea and read a book mm-hmm. uh, a, fi- a piece of fiction mm-hmm. for an hour mm-hmm. or more you know j- just for just because you love it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. something like that yeah um Morning pages you mm-hmm. mentioned. Yes, so this is a um, uh, this is a really nice habit mm-hmm. that the writer and artist Julia Cameron mm-hmm. introduced to the world about twenty years ago in her book The Artist's Way, mm-hmm. where you get up in the morning and and as soon as possible on waking. Mm-hmm. It's different for different people depending on you know if they've got babies and toddlers in the house and that sort or, or that sort of thing, but. As mm-hmm. soon as possible on waking, mm-hmm. to write, get grab a notebook and write for three pages. Yeah, three pages of A4. She's very specific, isn't she? Three pages of A4, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's wonderful because it it hoovers out the brain. Yeah, it clears out the stresses and stuff that's clogging up your brain at mm-hmm. the start of a day, mm-hmm. and it starts to give you clarity about your thoughts, mm-hmm. about any decisions you might want to make, yeah. um, about things that you're grateful for. Uh, about th- you start you start to get a bit more vision for how that day might go a bit more vision for how your life might go mm-hmm. so morning pages is a wonderful wonderful one you can do it with a cup of tea if that's yeah. your thing in the morning mm-hmm. um another thing we did was uh to make a list of needs do you remember mm-hmm. yes uh, and this is a great one mm-hmm. um so you think about your physical needs mm-hmm. so how much sleep and get quite specific how much sleep do you need mm-hmm. how what do you need around food is it three meals a day do you mm-hmm. need a couple of snacks in there mm-hmm. do you need to boost the amount of protein or iron or whatever it might be do you need vitamin supplements so to get quite specific about physical mm-hmm. and how much water yeah. do you need to drink mm-hmm. but then also to think about your psychological needs mm-hmm. what what do you need in order to feel okay do you need to get outside several times a day mm-hmm. even if it's just sticking your head out the window at yeah. the moment get some fresh air mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you need to um listen to music do you need to do some meditation mm-hmm. or, or other spiritual practice do you um do you need to have things to do with your hands mm-hmm. like knitting you know do you need to escape into Netflix mm-hmm. uh, once a day? Mm-hmm. So to get to understand what those are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to think about relational needs. So do you need to connect with your family mm-hmm. uh, once a day, twice a week, whatever it is? And, and again, get quite specific. Mm-hmm. Do you need to be using social media? Do you need to be keeping off social media? So just to... And it's all part of coming to know yourself, yeah. but also knowing what it is you need in order to be okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and it's great and doesn't it make a difference when we meet our needs no it makes a really big difference because the problem with needs is is that it's 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 a craving or i'm just as you i think this was from the um the compassion workshop you mentioned that um it's like a baby keeping on coming back to you and they need Mm. something but you don't give them attention so the need is like a 
baby coming back to you so if you don't give that baby attention the baby next time will come with tantrums and next time will come in a more agitated way so with needs it's really nice to look deep into yourself and see what works for you and see what makes you happy and the one beautiful thing that i have come to learn about needs is you know we have needs that give you a short-term high and needs that give you a long-term high most of mm. the needs that give you a short-term high are not really healthy needs that just needs to pass you by or something and there are things essentially that your the the inner you would get rid of if given the chance so it's good to sit down and have a talk with yourself a real talk about what really works for you and what what you really enjoy like a simple example with music um mm. we all know the kind of music that really touches our heart but at times we will tend maybe to listen to music that will give us a short-term high. I don't know mm -hmm. if I make sense, but it has been the case for me. I'm, I'm a okay. person who really enjoys blues and all that. But at times, mm. um, at, like in the past, I would listen to this really fast music and all. Well, it will give me a short-term excitement, but... I knew that for me to connect with myself and for me to have a smile on my face as well as on my heart, I need to do blues. As much as this fast music will give me really good excitement at that instance, mm. it will give it will not give me it will not give my soul what it needs, like that washing and cleansing moment. Well there are times that I need fast music to dance. But so the, yeah. the difference yeah. with this comes in that I cannot do fast music when I need soul cleansing or when that's I That's so interesting. Yeah. That's a great, I mean, that, but that's a, a lovely piece of self-knowledge, self yeah. isn't it? That yeah. awareness that the fast music helps you to dance, gets the energy out. Yes. You do need that. Yeah. And then the blues and the soul music. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds as though that's helping you with the things that you began when yeah. you began uh, the topic you began with today mm -hmm. was just about facing the things that are difficult yes yeah so yeah. the soul music helps you do that yeah isn't that wonderful yes <laughs> i love that oh. well i i think Eva, i think it'd be nice to end on that thought because mm -hmm. we can we can go away with a bit of soul music in our minds so yeah. Eva, thanks so much it's been uh it's been lovely to talk with you and i'm so glad that the lockdown is, is having all of these positives for you yeah thank you thank you so thanks. much harriet bye bye for the latest university COVID-19 advice and news, go to the University of Edinburgh website and you'll find all the links you need at the top of the homepage. If you would like to discuss any issues affecting you from this podcast or would like welfare support during lockdown, you can contact the university's listening service by emailing listening.service at ed.ac.uk. The listening service is run by the chaplaincy and is for all Edinburgh students and staff.